Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Grown Up Kids. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today is going to be a little bit different. We had some technical difficulties this week, so our original plans of Song of the South um, with our guest host had to be pushed back. It's hard to get um, everyone's schedules together because we actually have two guest hosts planned for that episode. So, it just didn't work out, but instead... We're going to be talking about the Disney College program because me and Meg are, we both have done it. Meg's done too. I extended mine. I think, did you extend yours too? No. No. She went part-time. But anyway, we've got a little bit of experience as far as DCP goes. Yeah. So we wanted, you know, um, we can make this like a little side series. I don't know if maybe like the remainder of these could potentially go on our Patreon, which we're going to get to in a second here. Um, but this episode is going to be about like the application process and getting accepted and like leading up until you get to Florida or California, potentially. We just didn't do a California college program, but they do offer it. I only know about the process for Florida. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, before we begin though, we want to announce to everybody that we have launched a Patreon now. We have not done a whole lot with it yet because we were really busy with um, our other other podcast, Swish and Flick. Our website was launching. All of my free time was basically turned to that. Uh, But that is launched and open, swishflickcast.com, for anybody (laughs) who cares. Um, So that is ready and out of my schedule for now. So... Now I have some time to focus on getting our Patreon running. We're going to have some bonus episodes every month. We're going to offer um, live podcasts while we're recording. Giveaways. Giveaways for everybody. And then lastly, uh, we're going to offer, there's one level where you can watch one of the movies that we discuss on the podcast with us once a month. And just to clarify, Patreon is, it's a website you can go to and you can support podcasts, artists, that kind of thing. YouTubers. YouTubers, yeah. So um, you choose your support level. We have multiple levels, um, you know, dollar, two dollar, five, ten. I think we go to 15. And each level has a different um, set of bonus goodies that you get. So yes. if you're interested, if you want to help this podcast keep going, um, just visit us at www.patreon.com forward slash grown up kids pod. Yes. And um, basically what we're going to be using these funds for through Patreon is just to acquire the movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so because some of them are not cheap. They're old, not in circulation anymore pretty hard to obtain some of them. And like, I don't want to just rent them like one and done. You know, I want to be able to have the collection to go back to watch as many times as we need to all of that kind of stuff. So that is like 90% really. Otherwise, if we need like equipment upgrades or something like that, potentially, um, that's kind of our goals with it. And giving it back to um, our patrons with the giveaways, giveaways, you know. So huge shout out to the 
patrons that we do have now, thank you for your support. Yes. We super appreciate it. We have seven. Yay. Ding. <laughs> Wrong podcast. So. But thank you very much. It means more than you know. Yeah. But now on to the episode. All right. So first section, applying for the Disney College Program. What is the Disney College Program? For anybody who doesn't <laughs> know, the Disney College Program is a program that you do in college. Yeah. And you go you to go Disney. To Disney. <laughs> so it's it's an internship. It's a paid internship through Disney where you get to go down to the theme parks, live there for a semester or two, um, and work for the mouse. So they offer positions in entertainment, merchandise, fa- uh, food and beverage, custodial, hotel. I was just trying to think of what that's called. Uh, like, housekeeping. Uh, concierge. Mouse Bellhop. Yeah, mousekeeping. Front desk. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, how do you apply for the Disney College program? It's a process. It's quite a process. It's, uh, what are the stats? It's like... Oh my gosh, I can't remember, but yeah, whenever we were down there the first... When we went down for one of our programs, he told us the amount of people that applied. It's something crazy, like eight to 10,000 people apply or something, and like, I want to say 1,500, 2,000 get, get in. in. Yeah. So it's basically like, what, a fourth, a fifth yeah. of the people who apply actually get in. So it's it's a major screening process. Not to scare anybody, but I mean, it is very nerve wracking, especially when, you know, you research it and you realize how amazing it sounds. So it's a little intimidating. Yeah. And (laughs) so all you have to do is go onto any web browser and you can just type in DisneyCollegeProgram.com and it will redirect you to the correct link, which is like a little bit too complicated to say. So just do (laughs) DisneyCollegeProgram.com. You can get to the application page. Um, You just have to sign up to apply. And then apply. And then once you apply, it takes you to this dashboard where you can view the status of your application. Um, Your first step after applying is getting the web-based interview. So applying is basically just like signing up for the website. Like, hey, I'm going to basically input my resume information, um, say where I go to college, what year I am, what I'm majoring in. You know, kind of like when you just apply for any 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 job. job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, I keep losing my paper. Okay. <laughs> so the web-based interview. If you get selected for a web-based interview, you will get an email or a notice on your dashboard that says that it's time for your web-based interview, which is just that, as it says. It's an inter- It's the first step in the interview process where they basically give you a personality test. Yes, which I know other employers do, so this isn't totally off the beaten track. But this is their, like, quickest way to weed out people mm-hmm. with basic questions um, because I don't know, you know, not, I, don't, I know that not everybody who listens to our podcast has been to the Disney parks or knows much about them. But if you have been to the Disney parks, you know that the people who work there just have a certain aura mm-hmm. about them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to be very personable. You have to be... Happy. You have to be able to leave your troubles at the door. That's yes. what they will tell you in training. Yes. Which I think is, I've taken that into all the rest of my jobs in life. Yeah. You have to want to make the magic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a commitment. Yeah. Because working for Disney and going to Disney, like you do experience 
quote-unquote magic. Oh, yeah. You make magic for guests. You live the magic. You breathe the magic. You are the magic. (laughs) (laughs) Did you like that mantra? I love it. (laughs) So... Oh, my God. So the web-based interview, like I said, it's a personality test. Um, They ask you questions like, what would you do in this situation? Right. Like, um, and just things like... Like your supervisor. Yeah. Your supervisor comes up to you with this problem. Do you do this? A, B, C, D. Right. Also, like, um, it'll be, like Mike said, straight up personality. So... Also, Google is your best friend with these interviews. People have posted the questions that they get all the time. Oh, yeah. And please, they're like, what they, and you know, I'm not saying skew your answers to just get in. But at the same time, like, if, if you know this is something you want, you know that, like, you've been working for this for your whole life. Like, that's how I felt when I applied the first time. Um, Just do your research, you know, so that you can feel as prepared as possible. It'll even just be things like, um, I am a, I prefer a group setting. Right. True like or false. teamwork. They yeah. ask you teamwork-based questions, personality-based questions, how you handle situations of stress and all of those, like theft, I think that they throw a couple in there about like how you would deal with like yeah. if you saw an employee steal something, th- those types of questions. It's like, all multiple choice too. Basic employment personality type questions. That's yeah. the best way I can think to describe it. This is the least intimidating part <laughs> of the application process. Yes. And you find out immediately, I think. I think you if do. If you get they changed a it. phone interview. From what I remember, you take the web-based interview, you hit submit at the end, and it tells you if you passed or, or you failed. get like an email real soon. It's something. It's, it's very quick. Yeah, I can't. Very quick. I'm not... Don't quote me on that, but <laughs> I think you either find out immediately or it's like within an hour you get an email. Or maybe we were just so good. We got <laughs> real fast emails. Maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> so after that, um, if you are lucky enough, you get a phone interview. This is absolutely hands down the most intimidating the part. part of this. So you'll go through and pick a date and a time, I believe. And it ranges anywhere from, like, 7 a.m. to, like, 11 o'clock at yeah. night. Yeah, I mean, it's almost 24 hours, you know? Yeah, I mean, they do interviews because they have people apply all over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a friend uh, that we met. Katie worked with her. She's one of our best friends now. Still? Kelly mm-hmm. lives in Australia, applied, like, through Australia, did the international program. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I got to work with people from... China, Australia, France, England, Brazil, um, Brazil, yeah, everywhere, mm-hmm. all over. So it's it's a really cool cultural experience too. Yeah, but I but digress. also sad because you make friends with people and you bond and you become literally <laughs> life friends with them and then and you live like you know next door <laughs> and then it's over <laughs> and they move back to Australia. Oh, it rips your heart out. But miss, miss you, Kelly. You can still keep in contact because we do. So yeah, we do. But so the phone interview, you pick a date and a time and you count down to that day. And oh, my God, I you literally talk to a representative from Disney and you you do an interview over the phone. You sell yourself is what you do. Yes. (laughs) Um, This was definitely the most intimidating part. I've Meg did it twice. I did it twice, too. I didn't accept the first time. I uh, I think that this is worse than like first day of training. Oh, because yes. 
Because, like, this is something that you want so bad, and, like, this determines it. First day of training, you're, you have the job. You have it. You're, you're you can there. be excited. You're there. Right. You're happy. You learn. Right. This is getting it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I prepared hardcore for this interview. I don't think I've ever prepared for anything. There's one other thing in my life I've prepared so much for. And that was like a, a, a really big review in college that I needed yeah. to pass in order no, to continue on. No, I prepared on. way I more may for have this prefer- than I may have done more for this, actually. <laughs> I definitely did. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never studied this hard for a test <laughs> in my life, not in high school, nothing. No. Mm-mm. I think you're right. Because I spent hours pouring over Forums. message boards, yeah. kids. Do you remember what those are? <laughs> message boards people would post the questions that they got in their interview so you could kind of like and i guess that they they had a pattern so like if you got asked this question this was probably your line of questions and like you could deduce what your interview was gonna be like based on the first couple questions that you get asked um and there are always a ton of pointers like Okay, one of the questions that they ask you is who is your favorite Disney character? Because they want to make sure that you're knowledgeable about the product, right? They and want to that make you're sure passionate about it. Yes. They want to make sure you know Disney, you love Disney, you breathe Disney. However, I worked with quite a few people who were like, I don't really know Disney that well. How'd you get in here? I mean, I'm glad you're here. You know, you seem to be enjoying it, but but how'd you pass that interview? Um, And one of the biggest pointers that people always said in the message boards is never say Anastasia. (laughs) Because guess what, folks? Anastasia's not a Disney character. And I'm pretty sure they hold that against you. (laughs) They're probably like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, sure. Okay, next question, but fail already. (laughs) Um, So these questions are more in-depth and more to get to know you as a person personally, whereas the last one was just very generic. Oh, yeah. This This they can get, like, into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. Um, And they ask you specific, like, situational questions that put you on the spot. It starts off real simple. Who's your favorite Disney character? Mm -hmm. And then instantly, I mean, it, like, switches to, like, okay, I think I was actually asked this. It was like, all right, there's a child who's too small to ride Space Mountain. Oh, that's a popular question. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, guys. Uh, th- so that that I think is probably one of the most popular questions that you get asked because it's a like legit serious situation that you have to think of something on the spot for in real life when you're working there. So like you know, and that could go with almost any of the rides. You know, mm-hmm. okay, you have a two year old who like. Is in his space cadet outfit, right? Like, ready to go. Buzz Lightyear's my favorite. Runs up to the entrance to Space Mountain, and he's, like, five inches short. Not even close. And you need to... You have to ruin his day. (laughs) You have to make the parents' day miserable, because this kid is going to scream. So what do you do to avoid that? How do you handle that? that? Yeah. Um, I think I said... I think I said I was like, well, you know, I've actually heard that small kids can get like an honorary space cadet yeah. form or certificate. And it like acts as a fast pass when they're tall enough. Yeah. So I pulled that one out right. of my bag. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also like it's always good to talk about safety whenever yes. you are talking in this interview because um Disney is run behind the scenes by four keys. And the first one is always Safety. So what I mean by the four keys, like, this is their main four things of how they run their business. 
Um, and it is, let's see if I can remember these on the spot here. I didn't write them down. Safety. Show. That's got to be one of them. No, but I'm trying to do them in order. Mm. I forgot them. Oh, bad. my god! Look it up really quick. Yeah. It's been four years since mine and four years since Mike's last one. And how many years? <gasps> Safety, Seven? courtesy. Ah. Safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. Mm-hmm. So what that means is that those are the order. That is the order yes. of what is most important to Disney. So... For example, at Magic Kingdom, you have the different lands, right? So, like, Tomorrowland, you're not going to see people who are dressed in their Tomorrowland costumes over in Frontierland because that doesn't make sense. It's a big no. Um, however, in, in that key, just so that, like, you guys can understand this, so that key is considered show. You're not going to see somebody from Frontierland and Fantasyland because that breaks show. Because when you're out working... Not backstage, you are on stage. You are right. performing a role. You are a part of the show. You're part of the show. Yes. So that's show. However, if there's a situation that pertains to safety, meaning a child fell on the other side of the threshold <laughs> that separates uh, Frontierland and Adventureland, you could potentially see a Frontierland cast member over in Adventureland because they are helping somebody to be safe. Right. Because safety comes before show. Mm-hmm. Courtesy also comes before show. So if somebody is like so upset because they can't find the bathroom or something like that, child you're needs going to go. Please yeah, guide me. <laughs> you're going to be courteous and take that person to where the bathroom is. Right. You're not going to get pegged like, oh my God, right. you walked too far if you have a reason. If you're just That's- screwing around with your friends. Mm hmm. No. And while it's important, it's not the most important key, but that is efficiency. Mm -hmm. So Disney always wants to run everything efficient. However, if it makes you break show courtesy or safety, they are going to make it less efficient to fit those three keys first. Also... Does any of this make sense to you guys? I think we're making sense. (laughs) Also, like, if you are with a family and you're creating a magical moment with them and it's taking a longer amount of time, well, clearly efficiency isn't that great because you're being courteous and you're being part of the show Mm -hmm. beforehand. So, yeah. It's important. So it's helpful in this interview if you know what the four keys are, because if you can bring up what those four keys are, they know that you've done your research. And you you don't have to be like... Oh, well, according to the Disney company's four keys, you can just be like, well, in this situation, like, I think it's really important to be safe. Right. So you know just I mean? use the words, yeah. you know, like, oh, you, I would be courteous to the child, or, you know, you know, something like that. I wouldn't want to break use my role words. or whatever, right. you know, and that gives you some, some mm-hmm. uh, brownie points. And here also is very important to know before you go into this interview what you want to do. Yeah. Because they ask you. What role do you want? If you're accepted, what do you want to do at Walt Disney World? And if you don't want to work with food, you have don't to tell, tell them. them. Yeah, don't t- they tell also, them because they want also to. ask you what don't you want to do? And what is your least like? What is the bottom of the line? And it's not going to go against you. No, because I said I don't want to work quick service food and beverage, and that's where I think they have the most CPs. Right. And I was like, nope, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want merchandise. Which I could have yeah. been put anywhere. I could have still gotten quick service. 
Right, but they do take it into consideration. Yeah. Also, if you know of a location that you want to work in, you can also request it here. And I will say, on our second college program, we both requested where we got. Mm-hmm. I asked for merchandise, and I asked for specifically Main Street East merchandise, and I was given it. And Katie specifically asked for Tomorrowland merchandise, and she was given Tomorrowland merchandise. So... They can, I mean, they take it into consideration. Yeah. I mean, they're obviously not gonna like go totally, out of their way. <laughs> yeah, like change everything around to accommodate you. But if it's an easy request to fill, then if they can, they'll give it to you. And let me tell you, when you this is jumping ahead a little bit to maybe another episode, but you get a little folder that has your assignment on it your first I think day. It's different now. I think oh. that you know beforehand. <sighs> Well, when we were there, you had you to wait. You didn't find out what your role was until your first day there when you checked in for, you, for college program. You got a little, like, sticker. guidebook. You got and a guidebook and a little, little sticker. sticker. You actually, you got the guidebook, and you were walking around with yeah. it, and then you were in line, and you saw the people with the stickers, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to find out what I'm getting. Oh, my God, I'm going to find out what role I am. <laughs> um I actually, you know what role you are. Like, yeah. I knew I was merchandise, but I didn't know what location. You didn't find that out until you got there. But I believe now you know beforehand. Oh, those lucky kids. But I no, just saw... No, I kind of liked it being a surprise. I know. Yeah, I guess that's true. I saw my name. I saw Magic Kingdom. And mm-hmm. then I saw Tomorrowland. And I was like, yes! We still that have those guidebooks. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so back to phone interview. Um, We got on a little tangent. I'm sorry. This is close to our hearts, clearly, if you can't tell. It is. Yeah. No, but, you know, look up the four keys of Disney. Look up questions. Look up college program phone interview questions. Just Google it. There's so much stuff out there. You cannot over-prepare. If you want to, like, see a young Megan and Katie, we may have done some vlogs on this on our channel, Meg's Mouse Tales. (laughs) Did we? Oh my god. Yeah, we it did. It feels like ages ago. <laughs> we did a couple. I feel like a different person from then. It's crazy. That was a really long time ago. We're like babies <laughs> in those videos. But yeah. But what we did, when what Meg did, and then she passed that on to me when it was my turn to interview, literally go into a quiet room on your own. You don't want any interruptions while you're, you know, trying to get this dream job. I wore my favorite Disney shirt. Right. You know, pump yourself up. Um, I held my favorite Winnie the Pooh stuffed animal tightly to me as I answered questions. Right. And you're sitting there and your heart is pounding because you have a time and they're going to call you on time. It's like within a half an hour of that time, Allie. Yeah. Um, I also made a wall of Mm post-it notes of inspirational quotes and like just things to remember like, oh, you know. Safety. I literally wrote down like some answers to questions I thought I might struggle with yeah Mm -hmm. bs and struggle with and then i will always remember meg wrote me a post-it note on the wall it just said smile because people can hear a smile in your voice if you're just talking and you sound nervous i mean okay it's okay to be nervous clearly but like they can hear that you care that's one of the biggest pointers that i read online leading up to the phone interview was make sure that you smile when you answer your questions because they can tell Mm -hmm. just be personable you know like it's okay to be nervous you can even say that like oh my god like i just want this so bad i'm nervous i'm sorry but then launch into it you know right own it be confident they can hear it all they talk to literally ten thousand kids yeah well i don't know maybe that's just who apply and get through the web web web-based interview i don't know how many go down to the phone they do a lot of phone interviews but still prepare 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 do whatever you gotta do to make yourself the most comfortable 
when you're sitting on the phone talking to these people. Yes. Yeah. So getting accepted into the Disney College program. That wait period between phone interview. It's brutal. It's months. It's a long, it could be, it could be months. Um, it could be the next day. Yeah. It could be, I think, up to two months. I think after. so. Yeah, it takes forever. Literally, like, obsessively checking my email. Yep. And then I, so you get an email. Um, yeah, that's how they tell you. <laughs> and it, and it is, they, you get an email either way, mm-hmm. good or bad. However, you know, when you see the headline of that email, it says congratulations. Yes. <laughs> That's the first word in like all caps, I think. And I actually took a screenshot of my email when I got it. And I, I mean, you just, I, I don't know. Like I was like, it's going to happen any day now. Like it's going to happen today. I just know it. And <laughs> literally every like half an hour, I would check my email. And then finally it came through and I was just like, ooh, what? This is Maybe we should have said this before, but there are a lot of Facebook groups of people who... I was going to get to that when I talk about roommates. Okay, but you could even join them before now, too, for, like... Because there's other people who are like, I got my acceptance today, Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my god, okay, maybe I'll get mine today. Usually what happens is Facebook groups will form, like, for that entire season. So it'll be, like, Disney College Program Fall, Fall Advantage 2018. Or whatever. Yeah. So, like, people who are applying for the fall program, which means that you start in August, or fall advantage, which is summer and fall, so you start in, like, May or June and go through the end of the year. Or they have spring. Or spring advantage. I highly, highly, highly recommend fall because you get all of the holidays and it is a blast. But... Sorry. You can wait to talk about Facebook groups till after. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. So, acceptance. Um... Yeah, you get an email, and that's really all it is. It's very simple. You have, like, I think a week or something to accept because mm-hmm. you have to pay a fee um, for your apartment, basically, because they provide housing for you. They don't provide it for free, but they provide you housing. <laughs> um, and it was probably the best email I've ever gotten in my entire life. Also, after my first phone interview, guys, I did too. My first one, I thought I crushed it. And I got in, so I obviously did okay. My second one, I was beyond nervous. I don't know if it's because, like, I knew for sure if I got it, I could go. But I thought I bombed it. But I didn't. I got in. And I, like, came out, and I was like, Meg, I don't know. I think I did really bad. She's like, no, you're bumming me out. No, we're not going to be able to go down there. You're scaring me. (laughs) But it was fine. Because, like, our goal was, you know, we're okay, we're going to get into the (laughs) Disney College program. We're going to move to Florida. Like, this is going to be a permanent thing. We're going to move there. Because we had cats. You know, like, we were engaged. Well, we weren't engaged yet, actually. But No, not yet. um, You know, like, we were ready to start a life. We're graduating from college, ready to, like, move on. And and then we're like, well, shoot, this is, like, the only plan we have. You better get in. I better get in. What's going to happen if we don't? Um, in hindsight, I think it was just, like, you want it just so bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also now, yeah, they have the dashboard that you can go and check, and it, like, will update your status immediately. So it'll say, like, pending or something like that or, like, phone interview complete. Yeah. Uh, and then it just stays on that until it says accepted or I don't. It doesn't say declined or anything. I don't remember what the word is that they use, but they make it sound nicer than declined. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, it's you basically just get an email, and then it they make you go to this link and pay the deposit for your apartment. Isn't um, it like I want to say it's like three hundred dollars? I think it's three hundred. At least it was four years ago. Right, could be more. It's about three hundred. So um, it seems like a lot up front, but it's, it's basically worth like it. a security deposit on the apartment. It's actually, I think, your rent for the first like two weeks that you're down there because you move down before you start working, so your rent isn't paid. So they use that security deposit that you pay now to basically like pay your rent for the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so after you get accepted, after I got accepted is I think whenever the first time around I joined a Facebook group. I know nothing about these next, this next section. So. Yeah, Katie doesn't know. So we had quite different experiences on our first college programs. Mine was different than Katie's first, even though I was there for Katie's first. My experience was quite different than from my first, if that makes sense. So my first college program, I did the whole shebang. Went down there, lived in the CP housing. CP is short for college program. Um, they call you CPs. You're the college program, aka you're the slaves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. And yeah, so I went down the first time on my own. Katie stayed at home with my mom. I'm sorry. I love you. It's okay. It was it was a growing up experience for both of us. Yeah. So, okay. and you got to spend quality time with my mama. And I got to come visit you, and we had amazing times. We did. We had Christmas at Wilderness Lodge, and that was amazing. Like, literally, <laughs> Christmas Eve night, was we stayed at Wilderness Lodge. And Meg decorated the hotel room. I it did. It was super cute. So, uh, yeah, I lived in college program housing the first time around. Shout out to Patterson. Patterson Court. Woo, woo. <laughs> um, I had three cool roommates. Uh, and how we found each other. So that's what I want to get into, roommates. Um, so when Katie and I did our did my second program and her first, we moved into an apartment because we had cats. I wasn't about to leave them. You can't have pets in college program housing. This was like a permanent move for us. So we wanted like a place. Yes. You can opt out of housing, but you have to have I think proof. it's much harder now. You have to have proof of residence. At least when we were there, it was proof of residence. And I think proof of transportation. Yes. Like you had to like give them your car number or like your license plate or whatever and your registration or something like that. And then I think I might have even had to give them like a copy of my lease. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I don't, like you have to you or you at least have to sign a waiver saying that like you will have transportation. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we did not live in the college program housing. Katie never lived in it. Nope. So my first time I did, I got accepted then I got my beautiful, glorious purple folder in the mail, which I don't believe that they do anymore, which is really sad. I'm not positive, but I don't think that they do. My face I is I think sad. they do it all through, like, electronic now. Oh, the but purple folder. It was the purple folder that had the Disney College Program logo on it, and it was, like, that was the picture that you wanted to take to post <laughs> in these Facebook groups because, like, that meant that you made it. That was grammable. Yes, but I don't think that Instagram was a thing yet. I wasn't on Instagram. Liar. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Okay. I didn't long ago. I didn't start using Instagram until I came back from my college program. Oh my god. So, when you went on your first college program, I didn't even have an iPhone yet. I know. Weird. Oh. All right. <laughs> Walk down every lane. Um, so, you join the Facebook groups and this is how you find your roommates usually. Some people just go random, but like I wasn't about that life. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to pick who I was going to live with. You're still friends with two of them. I am. Yeah. 
Um, and now I'm friends with them. Yeah. We actually moved in with one of my roommates our second time around. Mm-hmm. We shared an apartment. Shout out to Taylor uh, and Kat. She didn't live with us, but I actually took her room. She we was took on her room. A past podcast. Oh, yeah. Kat was on Fantasia. Was Fantasia. Yeah. So. Shout out to roomies. <laughs> so that's how, basically like you kind of put a little bio resume out there yeah. like hey this is who i am this is what i'm about these are my favorite things this is the type of person that i am to live with and like you find each other did i make this up or do they have like a roommate finder thing that you can do it was through facebook oh okay okay but then you had to go on to the disney college program website and like submit that you were going to be roommates like you had to tell them you had like an id number and you had to connect yourselves so it was really fun. Like, we added each other. We had, like, a group chat going. We had decided that, yes, this is what's going to be. I know Kat and Taylor found each other first, and then me and Val found each other. And then um, Val was the roommate that, like, I shared a room with. And then Val and I found Kat and Taylor, and we were like, yeah, let's do a two-bedroom at Patterson together. Like, we'll live in an apartment together, but Val and I shared a room, and Kat and Taylor shared a room. So it was a fun experience. I know that... I think that they still do the Facebook groups basically to find roommates nowadays, but it was, um, I am glad that I did the college program that way just because like it was a very different experience each time around, if that makes sense. And I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the one thing that I really hated though is the transportation living on site, but, um, and the security probably for, which sounds day. really snobbish. But I'm glad there was security to keep them safe, but they were But the weird. security are jerks. They were no. weird. I mean, like, the security company that runs the Disney College Program housing are just complete... Mm. They're mean. They're mean. Beep. What did I just say? I'm not going to say the word, but beep. I combined rude and mean. I said mead. They're rude and mean. Yeah. Wait. Do you want to talk about, like, the different housing? And like yes. how you okay. can pick so different numbers of roommates? Yes, there's four options. I don't know how it is now in terms of, like, how many people go in a room. Because I think that some apartments have, like, bunk beds now. They cram more people in the apartments. Yeah, I heard that. It's kind of annoying. But it's part of the experience. <laughs> sure. So uh, there is free four different levels. There's nothing free about this <laughs> housing, <laughs> let me tell you. No. Um, the cheapest is Vista Way. It's old. But it's cheap. Vista Way. <laughs> then there's Chatham Square, which is like middle ground. I had quite a few friends that lived in Chatham. They like they did a people. lot. They did a lot of. Um, I think Chatham. No, Vista is the biggest. Yeah. Then Chatham, and then Patterson was the smallest. And then there's also the Commons. Um, Isn't Patterson like nicknamed the retirement home? Yeah, it's like where quiet people go, and I loved it. It was perfect <laughs> for me. Uh, Chatham is where they have a lot of the events. That's where they have. Um, you can take classes, which is probably oh, for another yes. day. Yes. But, yeah, you can take classes, which are amazing. Some of them have brought Disney history. Some of them have to do with marketing or advertising. Sometimes you do field trips. Yeah. It's really fun. So that's where – that's all that goes on in Chatham pretty much. Patterson, yes, it was nicknamed the Retirement Village. I <laughs> loved it. It was, like – it's the most expensive one and that's why there's, like, less people that go there. But it is just known to be quiet, chill. Not a whole lot happens at Patterson, and I loved it that way. Vista's the party place. Yes. You know, stereotypical. 
Yes. Whatever. And then the commons, when I went there, used to just be international students, but I believe that now they just mingle everybody together and anybody can choose the commons. I heard rumors that they're building more places, but I don't know if that's there's true. There's rumor that there's that those are going away mm-hmm. and it's going to be all brand new housing for the CPs. That'd be nice though. Yeah, it would be. I hope they don't jack the price up on it for them, but Yeah. Um okay. So you find your roommates, you talk to each other for months leading up to the college program. And then, so you guys have obviously have to pick in the same move-in day. And then it's move-in day. Move-in day. And this is so fun. It's now, the earliest I, you'll ever get up in your life. I do believe that the process has slightly changed since we've done it. Um, so, you know, take what I'm saying in terms of schedule with a grain of salt. I'm not positive how it really goes now. But when we did it, you go to Vista. Bright, bright, bright and early in the morning. We got there super early because, like, the line gets really long. Oh, my God. And if you can get in and out of check-in, then you can go and spend the rest of the day with, like, your family who are still there probably for the last time until they come and visit you again. The line, Meg's not exaggerating. I mean, like, <laughs> the line is so it's long. like they opened a new ride at Disney. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So you get there and you're just, like, waiting at the security gate yes. and the for heat, them to open it. It's hot. Well, at least, you know, if you yeah. go when we did in August, you're dying. <laughs> um, so they open it and you go in and that's whenever you get, like, your welcome package. You got, like, uh, your guidebook, which tells you... I loved it. It, like, had all of the rules for CP housing, different phone numbers that you might need. Like, basically, your lifeline. Like, (laughs) all of the information that you could think that you would need is in that guidebook. Then you wait, and then you get your sticker with your role, which I know that they don't do that anymore, but that's how we found out, like, where we worked, which is when we found out Main Street is Tomorrowland. Then you go in, you get your housing ID, um... You get your key to your apartment, and then they shove you on buses and take you to Disney Casting, which is glorious. Pretty great. (laughs) Disney Casting, it's kind of like one of those places, if you know what the Disney College Program is or you've ever dreamed of working at Disney, like going to casting is like bucket list type item for some (laughs) people. You can see it from the side of the road when you're driving on I-4. It says casting in these big gold letters. Um, you walk in and the doorknobs on the door are like the door handles from Alice in Wonderland with the faces and like the nose is the doorknob. Uh, and it's like, it's amazing. You walk in and then there's these little gold figurines all above you. They have like a Dumbo and Mickey and Goofy. You wait in more lines. Yes, it's all... Disney is all lines, whether you work there or whether you visit there. It's all lines. Um, and then at casting is when you get all of your other paperwork finished, basically, like to become a cast member. You also go through an inspection for Disney Look, which is huge. Disney Look is a thing, guys. Um, oh, yeah. You can't have bright colored nail polish. It has to be like natural colors. Some rolls you're not allowed to wear any, like if you work with food. Your nails can't be too long. Nope, they have to be trimmed the proper length. Your makeup has to be done a certain way. Your hair can only be styled in certain positions and ways. Um, you can only have oh, your glasses, your oh, frames yeah. have to be neutral. You so can't like have, you know, pink, pink frames, frames or anything. Yeah, they don't let you. 
They changed the beard. They check your tattoos. Yeah, it used to be you had to be clean shaven, but they've changed that now. Yeah. Um, which I'm glad. Yeah, it's interesting, but like it's legit. I remember leading up to going to the college program, I watched a ton of YouTubers. There was this one guy who got accepted, and he had gauges gauges in his ears like the big ones and like it was to the point where he couldn't just take them out and like give up on it like he had to get them surgically fixed so it was like a thing leading up to the college program this was something he had to do at home before he moved down here he had to go and get his ears surgically fixed to fit disney look before he could be a cast member so, yeah, they're very serious about Disney look. They really do inspect you head to toe. You have to have, um, like, certain shoes to wear for work, all of that kind of stuff. And, like, they make sure that you have all of that in line at casting. Uh, and then you get your date and time for traditions, which is a hugely amazing orientation for a Disney cast member. Basically, they just teach you about the traditions of the Disney company. That's where you learn the four keys. Um so you get your time for that. And after you do traditions, at traditions is when you get your blue ID, as they call it. And that is what gets you into the Disney parks for free. Mm-hmm. So after you go to traditions, which is normally the day after move in, after that you can go to the parks for free. Without having even worked a real shift in your life. <laughs> yeah, you're still riding the high, man. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't worked an hour I think that you get a pair of Mickey ears now. Oh, that's amazing. It's pretty cute. That's amazing. But no so, purple folder. No. <laughs> I guess I'd rather have Mickey ears than a purple folder. I think that that's it, though, for this episode. This went a little bit longer than I thought that it was going to. That's good, though. Yeah. I think we'll save, like like Mike said, this might be a little series that we do. You know, sometimes <sighs> life happens and... You know, yeah, unfortunately, guys, we just your stuff. We had technical difficulties. We had one evening that all four of us could get together. There was no way to reschedule it until next week. It is what it is. I'm really sorry that we didn't get to Song of the South this week. I We're was super excited to record it. I think it's going to be a really great episode. And for anybody who is stuck through this entire episode and is listening to this part of this episode, thank you. Yes, thank from you from the bottom of our hearts for following us on this little creative side journey of ours to get our Disney fix every week. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And on that note, Grown Up Kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So make sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also find us on social media and join in on the conversation. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast, and Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. Also, you can email us at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com and send us your favorite Disney memory so that we can feature it on an upcoming episode. And don't forget our brand new shiny Patreon. Mm-hmm. So head on over to p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash grown up kids pod. And you can see all that we have to offer. We recorded a little intro video. Um, super geeky. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> so check out our Patreon. If you're interested, join us. We're going to be posting our first um side episode 
this week sometime. I'm putting this in the episode so that we do it. Oh, God. I'm going to figure <laughs> out how to li- how to do our show live so that we can get that up and running, and then we're going to schedule our first movie watch. Oh, man. So. Exciting stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure still that you guys watch Song of the South for yeah. next week's episode. Had a whole extra week. Yeah. I don't want to hear any excuses. <laughs> Brown Rabbit is waiting for you. Yeah, he is. And don't so is Uncle Remus. <laughs> and don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.